0: Now it's time for Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul.
1: Paul, Hello, Chris. What's happening? Well, we're getting the show started. We're a little bit late today. Um, That's okay. Yeah. Um, It's our show. We appreciate um, everyone listening. We like to start the show with a song that kind of symbolizes last week. And, um, you know, there's um, a lot of pressure in the world of... Um, what joe biden's trying to get the vaccine out um there is uh seems to be some terrible fires in the west and some crazy weather going on yeah um i couldn't pick anything so i picked this one and i think you'll figure out why this is buddy holly with peggy sue got married on past week next week with chris and paul oh wow okay well holy moly
2: Oh, wait.
1: Have you figured out why yet? I, I haven't. Usually I'm good with these things. Okay. Let me give you a hint. Okay. It's it's specifically your past week. Oh! I'm so dumb. I'm a
2: moron. Wow. Yeah, so... Uh, had a had a big week. Uh, actually, it's you know been a big last couple of months getting ready for the wedding. So this totally makes sense.
1: I mean, isn't that basically what you have most of your energy dealt with this week? A uh, wedding of oh, your stepdaughter. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Okay. Yeah, it was lovely too. We can talk about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, it was such a great time. And you know, you know me. I do. I get nervous before I do a wedding. Really, I get nervous before any type of public speaking event. Yeah. I always do. Weddings more so than most. Mm-hmm. Just because it's somebody's you, special day. Because you know at least good. two people
1: are listening. Yeah, we'll remember it. Yes. Yeah.
2: And then when it's somebody I care deeply about, like, that's even more mm-hmm. pressure. What I don't ad- know. What advice did you give them? Um, okay. In a nutshell, I said... Um, being in, shell? Being in love is really hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Isn't that the truth? Don't believe the fairy tale aspects, but be willing to work hard. And um, that makes it sound so negative. It really wasn't negative. But just realize that, you know, you're you're going to irritate the other person. You already do. And now just, when you
1: said stuff like that, I'm imagining Jane's like, amen. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? He ain't lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I know that's right. So that was Peggy Sue got married on uh, past week, next week mm-hmm. to symbolize. Basically, Chris, um, you not only officiated the uh, the wedding, but you helped plan it, and your wife did. And you spent a lot of time with it. Yeah, I, I mean,
2: I got to give way more props to my wife on the working on the wedding itself. But yes, I, you know, was so thrilled to be able to do that for Taylor and Mark. Um, I've got you know kind of a front row seat to their whole relationship, so it's been cool. And my goodness gracious,
1: I sure hope that you didn't get it—the whole relationship. I hope it's well, private times. There's probably some parts that I've missed. Okay, but good. Uh, I'm yeah. Glad. Well, anyway, that was Peggy Sue got married from Buddy Holly. Um, to sum up the past week, welcome to Past Week. Next week with Chris and Paul. Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Paul. This is show we we review the most important things from the past week and get you ready for the next week. It's your one-stop podcast to keep you updated. It's a real week review. Just listen to us. You won't need any other information outlet. That's our guarantee. It's Sunday morning. You're listening to us online at KCTKRadio.com or you can watch us on Facebook Live. A lot of people do that, and we appreciate that, mm-hmm. at the KCTK Radio page. But it's easier to use the KCTK Radio smartphone app. Just for, for our our listener, okay. <laughs> yes, we, we, we kind of we we produce this as a radio show, right? So it, it, sometimes people, um, if you're on Facebook, it doesn't translate as well. But so sorry about that. Yeah. Um we got faces for radio. <laughs> if you don't if you don't have the app, download it right now. It's free. You can join the experiment by calling or texting us at nine one three seven three five zero zero six zero. We really do welcome your participation and I'll make sure that I actually look at the text this time. Um so, uh, thank you for listening to our rebroadcast. If you're listening to Del Marver Talk Radio or Good Talk Radio, we appreciate that. You always can give us feedback at that same number, 913 735 0060. Coming up, we have a weekly news quiz, pop culture update, incredible special feature. We're interviewing a uh, writer and editor about how to write a book, headlines and predictions, and much, much more. So, first, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but what's going on with you? Hey!
2: Yeah, so the the big news of the week for me was Mark and Taylor's wedding, uh, hashtag Fangman and Wife, and it was awesome. It was a Thursday night wedding, which you hear that and first like Thursday night, that's odd. Let me tell you why it was so great. Because we had to do so much, you know, work and prep to to put the wedding on, and it was it went off without a hitch. It was so awesome great to see all the family and friends everybody had fun i got through the ceremony and i think it went well and um, just so nice and then then we clean up and you know the next day we're so exhausted well guess what the next day after thursday is paul uh friday it's friday so friday you just kind of breathe easy relax and unwind and then guess what's after friday
1: Sat- Saturday yes Saturday so Saturday that, night you're feeling all right yeah.
2: yeah and you've got a whole weekend to just kind of recover a little bit so had this been on Saturday night um oh my god yeah I, I don't know if I would have been able to go to work on Monday because I was just wiped out but yeah,
1: well good thing you were able to show up today
2: yeah so uh, fun fun little story um about the wedding so the day of the wedding I went and met a friend for coffee at Mildred's coffee house in the crossroads
1: so good. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if you want to, you know, highlight your friend who's going to be a guest on our show next week.
2: Yeah. So this is pretty exciting. Um, Melissa Sobers, who, my gosh, I mean, we've been friends with for years, but her and your wife go way, yeah. way back. And she
1: was the best, the best man. She was the uh, <laughs> maid, maid of honor at our wedding.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you and I each worked with her anyway. She's on on quite the healing path, and she's going to come, and we're going to do some cacao, I believe, mm-hmm. live
1: on live, the show. Live cacao,
2: yeah. So that's that's going to be cool. Had a great talk with Melissa, and then I was walking back to the hotel that I was staying in, and I'm like, I need something to eat, just a little sure. something, something in my belly. So turned the corner, I went to PT's Coffee House. Okay. And I walk into PT's and I get a tap on my shoulder and I turn around and there's a, a woman that's probably probably around her parents' age. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I know you. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't place you. She goes, well, I know you. I go, well, good. Yeah, I'm Chris. She goes, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay. Um, who are you? And she goes, I'm Louisa Ambrosi. I'm Alfred's aunt. So, oh. this was... Was she bitchy about it? No, no. She was very nice about okay. it. And she... So, she, So Alfred is my wife Jane's ex-husband. So, obviously, he and his family, you know, have an important part to play in the wedding as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, then we start talking. We spent an hour together in the coffee shop, just... Talking about all kinds of things. So she's she's Alfred's uh, dad dad's sister. Little sister. Yes, I'm assuming. Yep, yep. She uh, immigrated here when she was nine, and nice lived in Chicago and St. Louis. She lives in St. Louis now. Um, but she's awesome. I had seen a video of her a few years ago on the Facebook uh-huh. where she went and did the the tour of Rockefeller. Plaza, whatever, uh, where NBC is in New York, and she went on the Tonight Show set, and she got to be the host. What? Well, not for the real show, but on the tour, and then they tape it, and they give you the tape. Dude, she was so charismatic, so funny there as the host, and so when I'm talking to her in the coffee shop, Mm -hmm. she tells me, she goes, I really wish we would have gone to New York or L.A., because... I'm an inter- I'm an entertainer. I, I should have been in showbiz. And she is not wrong, man. Later later that night at the wedding, she got up and she sang a song for him. She is awesome, and she's my new Facebook friend. And so I want to give this week's, past week, next week listener profile of the week winner to Louisa Ambrose. Hey, you huh? think we
1: can get her on KCTK? We might be able to get her on the show sometime. Yeah. No, no I'm I'm talking about her own show.
2: Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, the Louise. Yeah. She is a hoot, man. She is awesome. Is it Louise? Louisa.
1: Louisa. That's that's my wife's middle name.
2: Today. Is it really? And my daughter's middle name. Oh, I man. love that name. Well, she was telling me when we were talking at the coffee shop how beautiful Italy is. And I said, you know, I've not been. I go, but I I do have um, my very best friend in the world who went to Sicily a few years ago. It's your Steve. brother Steve. Steve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> But I said, I saw the pics, and they were gorgeous. And she's like, yeah, Sicily is absolutely beautiful. She goes, all of Italy is just gorgeous. So between that and starting to watch Stanley Tucci's show on CNN, I think I'm going to have to go to Italy.
1: Yeah. I got to do it. So, I have no desire to go to the rest of Italy. I just want to go back to Sicily. Just Sicily. Yeah. Wow. I think I want to see
2: it all. Yeah. I want to see all of Europe. So anyway... Wedding was awesome. Uh, getting to know Alfred's aunt Louisa was awesome. She's just super cool lady. And then the other big news is I got my sound booth built at home. Yeah, so. well, it looks pretty
1: good. You yeah, sent me some pictures. It's it's big enough where you can like have your computer and stuff in there. Yeah, I've seen some smaller ones, and but it's not too it's not too big. No, not too big. And the the sound quality is so much better. Yeah, in now. fact, I got that. Before you leave, I, want, I got some stuff I want you to
2: read. Okay, yeah, so I'll I'll do the vo. Yeah. So what about you? Sorry, I've droned on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And on.
1: Um, I just the highlight for me of the last week is at um, Saturday night was feeling all right. Yeah, and went to uh, West Side Local. That's oh. why I'm playing the Let's Eat Casey theme right now. Oh yeah, so we are talking about you know PJs or PTs. P.T.'s Coffee, Mildred's, yeah. Mildred's now Westside Local. Yeah. And had a uh, lovely dinner with uh, you and your wife were there. Yep, we were there. The David and Kimberly Tice. They were there. The texter and his wife was there as well.
2: Yes, that was a good
1: time. And the texter, you know the texter, he's already started uh, giving us texts like, Hey fellas, tell us about the time you saw the King of Queens. You told that story last night. I did, night. I told that around the dinner table. So yeah. that was that was a hoot. Um we're hoping that um we learned something we were actually were reminded of something last night we knew this but we haven't told our listeners this but the texture's a integral part of our program so mm-hmm. we got to understand that he is not even man maybe the third or fourth funniest person in his family yeah
2: yeah isn't that nuts yeah i i think i know the story you're going with yeah
1: we just know that his wife is a lot funnier than him mhm yeah and that's not an opinion yeah that's, that's a fact. that's a fact uh-huh and um then his kids his kids are funny one of them does stand up mhm so uh it's a whole funny family so we're hoping to get basically we're we're indulging the texture, mhm so we can get the, his the rest of his funny family on that's what you got to like do the, it's like the wayans
2: they yeah. are kind of they're like the wayans of mission mm-hmm. or prairie village mm-hmm. sorry pv yeah.
1: right they are, except for he, he's there too. And then we also realized that Comedy Road is a comedy supergroup yeah. made up of the Dingleberries and the whatever their name other was. name was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For those that don't have no idea what we're talking we we did a thing called Comedy Sports 40 years ago. God, mm-hmm. how long ago was it now? Mm-hmm. And, uh, One time we we battled head to head with the texter and his team.
1: Yeah, and and we beat him. And then we were, and his on his team was his hilarious wife, who was the funniest one. Him, Jason Sudeikis, and Heidi Gardner.
2: Yes. (laughs) And uh, we won. Yeah, and it was funny because after that show, my dad was in attendance. And God love him. God rest his soul. He came up to me and goes, I know you and your friends think you're really funny.
1: And you're like, Yeah. Yeah,
2: (laughs) thanks, Dad. But none of you were as funny as the girl on that other team. Yeah. Like, and then I felt bad, but then I'm like, Yeah, he's right. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? But
1: the funniest thing that uh, Jennifer ever did was Mary Bryan. Mm. Ah. Hey, I got a million of them today. But we're gonna we're gonna move quickly to our guest who's waiting. Oh, okay. If that's okay with you, um, she is a uh, a, a writer because one of us wrote a book yes one of us wrote a book and used emily as the editor and then the now you're writing a book i am well i'm thinking about writing a book and i begged emily to be on so she could motivate you so i hi could emily. use motivation hi emily <laughs> paul here How are you, paul? hi Good. emily i'm chris hi
0: chris nice to meet
1: you nice thanks to meet you thanks for uh being uh patient with us we had a little technical difficulty earlier today now
0: right.
1: the first the first thing out of the gate i'm afraid i'm gonna mess up because emily recently got married as we're talking about your stepdaughter oh, just getting married. Uh-huh. so it, she has beautiful pictures on her facebook you need to follow her at uh em <laughs> and pin it's oh, her business yeah. but also she puts these beautiful pictures on so is it is it boykin now or pool
0: I haven't legally changed it yet, so it's still Boykin, Okay, but I'm going to change it to Poole soon.
1: Okay, Emily Boykin-Poole is a writer, editor, marketer, and an entrepreneur that thrives off creativity. She works to collaborate with individuals, bring their visions and dreams alive through creative services. So, she writes stuff, and then she helps people who don't know what they're doing, like me. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So Emily really did edit your book. Yes. Oh, cool. And okay. Since I'm such an amateur, I I kind of begged her, and I think she gave me her great service, and I just it, it was just very nice for her to help me out. I feel like it was more of a charity case than a real thing. So so I appreciate that. But but Emily, I want to know about. Uh, I want to talk to you because Chris here is working on a book. Okay, he's a he's a great writer. He has a lot of funny stories. But I can't, we need to get a little more, more motivated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And so how do you get those creative juices going, Emily?
0: Oh, goodness. I mean, it kind of randomly happens for me. Normally a around 11 p.m. at night and I'm watching HGTV and then all of a sudden <laughs> a creative <laughs> thought pops in my head. <laughs> oh, Wow. But it's, you know, it's all about taking risks. I I work with a lot, I mean, actually the majority of my clientele are first-time authors who um, either doubt their abilities or, you know, they have the thought in their mind and they just can't get it down on paper. But sometimes they just need to talk it out with someone Mm -hmm. to really, you know, to actually truly see that what they have that they're doubting can become something really awesome. Um, I recently worked with a 12-year-old, Author, She's the youngest author I've ever worked with. Wow. And this girl, you know, she drew the illustrations in her book. She wrote the story. And you would think that someone so young won't go far. Well, she's been published in the newspaper with her school. She, Her mother texted me yesterday. She's at a fair doing a book signing.
2: Nice. This, oh, wow.
0: So there is no limit. There's no age Limit. There's no um, there's no barrier that's keeping you from you know achieving what you want. Mm-hmm. So, so and, where, where did you start
1: getting into this type of helping people with their creativity?
0: You know, it just happened, <laughs> sort of overnight, really. I worked in marketing after graduating. I, I'm getting my MBA now, but I worked in marketing after getting my bachelor's, and then I act and I dove into recruitment because I, you know, I have that passion for helping people just achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. So one part of the business actually is resume writing and career coaching. And I ventured into the editing and proofreading while starting my business. But one day I woke up, I left the staffing field. I'm driving home in my car with a, with a box of my stuff from my office. And I said, I don't want to be limited to just one thing anymore. So I drove to a Starbucks and I literally sat down and started the website, started the business's model, and it was just. Wow. You know, She's
1: like the room. opposite of us. Totally. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: took a huge risk. You know, my whole, sure. my whole family actually doubted.
1: Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a scary it thing. Yeah. But now you have a thriving business, not only thriving, but. I mean, you just got married. I'm assuming a great personal life, mm-hmm. but you're helping you're helping people. That's your life mission, and that's that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- have you have you written stuff yourself?
0: I'm currently ghostwriting two books.
1: Okay, mm.
2: who's we scary? Fin- <laughs> <laughs> we
0: we just finished uh, um, finished ghostwriting one book, and my author is already getting sale after sale um, with their book on Amazon, which is fantastic. Um, And then I also, I'm I'm trying to write my own book, but the thing is I have absolutely no idea what I want to talk about. You know, Uh, I have this crazy imagination where I could be the next Cassandra Clare, do this 13 book series, or I could do what a lot of my authors do is do personal memoirs and mm, talk about my journey. So I'm thinking about what would I discuss? Um, But other than that, I, I used to do a blog um, called The Daily Mood where Uh I would just type about what I was thinking about that day. And whoever wanted to join and listen to my rambling thoughts could follow me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, Emily. Do you find it works better for writers to schedule a time and say, okay, I am writing from whatever it is, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. every night, or wait until they feel... Motivated and then write like mad while the motivation's there.
0: I say there is no time, there's no time frame or schedule for your creativity. A lot of my writing happens late at night or mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, but during the middle of the day is when I go through this slump where I focus on administrative stuff. Mm-hmm. And and the creativity happens at the most random time. So whenever it sparks you, if yeah. it's at, I've had an author that wrote at three in the morning and that was like her prime time. If that's what that works for you, then do it. If it's at, if it's a nine to five schedule, then you do that. You do whatever works for you.
1: Mm-hmm. What works for
2: you, Chris. That's the hard thing. I, I think I am so not disciplined that I, probably need Mm -hmm. to set a time yeah and make it happen so i've got it all in front of me emily i mean i used to have over 30 stories uh, yeah i used to do a podcast where i just told stories about my life and my good buddy paul he's on the show here with me right now um he took all of those and transcribed them with some computer program so i have i've got everything there all i would have to do is go in and edit and change and embellish but the Punch the, it up with more. Dogs. Yeah, punch it up a little bit, but the building blocks are all right there. But I'm just not doing it, so I don't know. I got to figure out my my lack of motivation on that.
0: So my suggestion is: Do you? What's your current set schedule like? Do you work full time during the week? Is your
2: Yes, schedule- I work full time. during the He It's a full time job. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, well, I have a full time corporate job, which usually uh, from about. Seven, seven thirty in the morning till about four thirty-five in the afternoon.
0: Okay. And how about your weekends? Do you normally have things planned?
1: Yeah, he does yeah. have a wife.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Like every Saturday morning I've got a standing thing with my nephew, and then we do the podcast on Sunday mornings. So that's always spoken for.
0: Okay. Are you more of a morning person or a night owl?
2: Probably more of a night owl.
0: Okay. So, my suggestion would be on, a, on the weekend,
1: mm-hmm. on
0: Saturday evening. Yes. Want,
1: Saturday night. You're feeling schedule, all right.
0: Schedule out a couple hours. Uh-huh. Or, or pick your favorite day of the week. It, it could be either your favorite weekday where you don't have a lot going on or Saturday evening where you lock out a couple hours to then focus solely on your stories. Mm-hmm. It, time set aside, and you do it on a weekly basis, so that is your routine, right? You have a structured routine in place from your full-time job, so you're, you're used to that, Yeah. but then the weekend is also your flexible time, so you don't want to take all of it, because, you know, everyone's different. For me, if I sit and do something for seven hours straight, I will get distracted. Sure. That's how I work. So, I separate it, so if you start <laughs> with two hours or maybe an hour... yeah. You can build up, but make sure you do it every week so then your mind, you know, this is writing time.
2: You know, what What dawned on me as you were saying that, I think part of the reason I don't do it is because it just feels like too big to even tackle. But when you're saying that once a week for two hours, if I, if I tackled one story a week for two hours, I would have a draft and within 30 weeks, less than a year, I'd have a book ready to mm-hmm. hand off to somebody like you to help with editing or whatever. Right. So it's it doesn't seem so herculean when you break it down like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to you can look at it from the big picture standpoint and that could be overwhelming, but break that down into small pieces. So for mm-hmm. instance, I'm I'm ghostwriting a book, right? Mm-hmm. That book's going to be 250 pages. If mm-hmm. you look at it from that point of view, I might go have a glass of wine, right? That's Amen. Really yeah. <laughs> now
2: you're talking his language. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Okay. I, mm-hmm. Go on. But
0: if, but if I break it down by the outline that I structured with my client, mm-hmm. I focus on for that week. I focus on chapter one. Uh-huh. By the end of the week, I focus on a 10 to 20 page thing. And then the next week I might focus on editing that chapter. Right? Gotcha. So in that two-week time frame, I only focus on this one thing. Mm-hmm. And then once that one thing is done, then you move on. And then by the time you've reached the halfway point of the book, you've seen all this time go by, but look at what you've done.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes it seem a little more doable. And I'm a guy, I'm not smart enough to figure out my own uh, my own path to get things done. Like, I mm-hmm. need something to follow. So. That's that's
1: quite helpful. Your deal is is deadline.
2: I, oh, yeah. I have to have if a deadline. If you don't have I
1: mean, something like this, you don't have a deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen this guy does this incredible work, school, and work environment, and it's better than anyone could ever do, and it's done the yeah. very last minute. <laughs> Every... My entire life. And it's great. It's always great, too. Yeah. I've often wondered,
2: would it be better if I would be more disciplined, but... I mean, I'm more disciplined than you, and it
1: isn't any better. <laughs> don't, you know what I mean? You just don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way you got to do it. You got to somehow self-impose your deadline. Yeah. Give myself a deadline mm-hmm. and stick to it. Yeah.
0: So you work well under pressure, right? So maybe you should pressure yourself on a deadline. Yeah. So for one of your stories, if you're working on finishing writing it, if it's, you know, whatever the page count is, I have 10 pages left of this story. I will have 10 pages done within two weeks. Mark it on your calendar, circle it, mark it in red. And if you, you know, if you get it done within that time frame, reward yourself with something that you've been wanting for a while, or even maybe if you want to take the leap and share the story with someone, get to get some insight, Ooh. just that could be your reward. Get someone's advice to see where you're at. And if you don't meet that deadline, well, then Figure out what you need to do to meet it. Mm -hmm. Give yourself Mm -hmm. that discipline, that structure, because you are used to that. But you're also giving yourself that flexibility because you're not, you know, you can choose which day of the week if you need to move it.
2: Which, yeah, which I would have to do. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, I have voiceover and stuff that comes up that I have deadlines for that I have to do Yeah, I could move the writing. So, Mm
1: -hmm. So, what. this is kind of a diabolical reason to get you on here, Emily's, because I want to get this guy to get his book done, okay? Yeah. But also, I, I believe that when people listen to this podcast and understand that you helped me and him <laughs> actually be creative, they're going to think, she, he, she well, she certainly can do work with people who really know what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do people get a hold of you, and what's the process they should if they if they want to be a uh, writer? What mm-hmm. would you say they, they get a hold of you and how do they do that?
0: Well, the first step is to take, you know, get the courage to even pick up the phone and call me. A lot of authors are too scared to call because they're unsure that what they have is, you know, even good enough. Mm hmm. So they just need to reach out through my social media. They can do that. I have authors reach out through Instagram and Facebook. Paul, I know you reached out through Facebook. I'm also advertised on Thumbtack uh, as well as Fiverr. So they can reach out to me Mm. through that way. They can call me um, at my number, they can send me an email, whichever way is best for them. But the most important thing is to go in with the process with an open mind. As an editor, I give structured advice. So if there is a part of the story that does need refreshing or development, I'll tell you, Hmm. I don't hold back because if I did hold back, then you would not truly know the full potential of your story. Yeah. I do work with authors who have published books. Um, So I've worked with well-seasoned authors that have published already, and I've worked with first-time authors as well. And the, the one thing that's remained the same with both of them is that no matter how many books you've published, there's always that sense of doubt you know, are my readers going to still fall in love with my storyline? Are my you know are my buyers going to still purchase the book and follow me? And then, first-time authors is are they going to like what I have? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the doubt every you know all the authors will struggle with. But that part that you just need to remember is tr- be confident in yourself because even if your story just needs a basic proofread or if it needs an in-depth developmental redo. Your story is going to have the impact that you've been envisioning, mm. and it might it might take a week, it might take six weeks, it might take six months, but you will reach that goal. So that's the most important thing that I want you know authors out there to know that it is possible.
1: So we picked on you, Chris. Next time, yeah, I can get I, her I back. Didn't know this was going to happen.
0: Oh wow. yeah,
1: it, that's basically <laughs> this is like intervention. But next time we're picking on me. This is this is. This is the bound you edited this, Emily. Mm-hmm. So it looks kind of nice. It looks real nice. It looks that, great. I've done nothing with promoting it or anything like that. Boo! That's where oh, I. That's wow. maybe. That's the next consultation I'll need to ask her about. Okay. Okay. But at least you yeah. know it's fun, Emily. You help me with this. Yeah. Isn't you know. It
0: awesome to have it in your hand. Yeah, it really
1: is. And um, I, I here's what I envision with this with my book. Um, it's called your elected representatives. Mm-hmm. You can get it, you can get it at Amazon if you want. But right now. I envision a grandchild someday looking at this going, "What?" and looking reading it and going, yeah. "That's too long to read." <laughs> and then throwing it to the side. But at least they have it there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So that's what's important.
2: So, we'll let you go. Emily, so nice to meet you. Boyken thank you.
1: Pool. Oh,
0: nice to meet you. <laughs> thank at, you
1: so much, at guys. m dot com. Check her out. Get that creativity going. And thank you so much.
0: Absolutely, it's been a pleasure, guys. We'll thank see you.
1: Ya. Bye. We'll talk soon.
0: Bye. Nice.
1: So, yeah, you didn't realize that that uh, the no. this show was about picking on you.
2: No, I I had no. I mean, I know in a general sense it usually is, but I didn't realize it was going to get this specific <laughs> about my my inertia when it comes to writing. Well, here's the thing, Chris. Yeah. You've been busy,
1: so I get that, okay? Yeah. But you have you have all the stories. Yeah, they're there. They're all right there. You really could if you wanted to give it to an editor, it costs money though. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, just not even more about writing and just take time and edit. Yeah, what you have. I think that's
2: all I would have to do is edit, punch up, clean it up. You should go through it, rub it down.
1: Oh no! You should just go through and edit. Yeah. From the transcript, make it make it where you can read it. Do those, and then go. Okay, now I'm going to punch up. Okay, now I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just get it, and you're ready to go. Yeah. And I
2: think I think. Hitting it several different times like that is the way to go. That's I learned that from David Sedaris in the master class. That's right. Go back and edit. That's right. And then go back and edit and go back and edit.
1: And I'm glad you brought him up because that's what I envision, Chris. I yeah. I see I see this um this man in his third in his third act of his life mm-hmm. with some funny books going every place and doing performances and reading his book and um using your stand up ability and everything and. Uh, You know, maybe maybe you'll need a manager or someone like a roadie guy to go with you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. See what the texter's got going on. That would be cool. Well, um, (laughs) no. Someone says, someone who uh, on the text line says, I think she is a poser. (laughs) What? Um, And it's not the texter said that. It's a number I don't recognize. Um, I want to do it one day, not six months. Oh, yeah, After I get he that says, Yeah, yeah he, you want to get it done, that's the thing He says, I'm just learning English How difficult it is for me to write a book in English <laughs> God, what a moron <laughs> This is, again, another example of how funny his wife is Compared to him <laughs> Gotta love that guy Okay, we're going to take a break And we'll be back with more of our hijinks This is Past Week, Next Week with Chris and Paul Hooray
2: looking at the past seven days so you don't have to you could join in on the experiment by calling or texting us at
3: 913-735-0060 we've been told that perfect mornings exist for the lucky few that morning people own the waking hours but the truth is mornings belong to all of us your mornings are what you make of them takes is saying yes Starbucks morning yes
0: look for Starbucks coffee in a
3: grocery store near you then sit back and enjoy
0: the exceptional taste of Starbucks at home
1: hi this is chickless a goose from counterclockwise KC listen to our program each and every Saturday
2: and Sunday at 7 p.m. right here on KCTK radio personality driven radio
1: Hi, guys. It's your old friend Paul from KCTK Radio, reminding you again to download the KCTK Radio app. You're listening and you're going, I don't need the app. But you do need the app. Here's why. It's free, okay? You already got Candy Crush, all kinds of jack-leg apps on your phone. It's free. It's free. <laughs> yeah, it's Just get it for free. And then if you ever want to participate live sometime, you can put the notification on there. Also, you always can get the podcast on there as soon as they come out. So... It's a fun thing to do. I'm asking you. I'm pleading with you. Please. You're going to have fun. I've noticed something about you. You, You need to relax a little bit. You know, you need to kind of chill out.
0: Get away from TikTok.
1: Yeah, get away from TikTok for a little bit and listen to the KCTK Radio app. It's free. It will get into your brain and it will never leave you. So join us on the KCTK Radio app and have fun for once in your life. Do it the KCTK Podcast way.
3: This is Tracy from Tracy's Tips and Dips. Listen to the show every weekday at 1130 a.m. and our live show Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. right here on
0: KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio.
1: And speaking speaking of helping out a buddy... Yes... My wife is going out of town next weekend. Oh yeah, to the Lake of COVID. The Lake of Oh, it's called the Lake of the Ozarks.
2: <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, is she going to go to party COVID? Probably. Probably. Cool.
1: So she's hanging out with her friends, and I, you know, what I told her I was going to. Mm hmm. I'm going to hang out with my friends. What are we going to do? My friends, Gillian Blue. oh wah, wah. One my two wah. best friends. Yeah. And they're they're. Sure, they're kind of like children, but they're really smart.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: They're just so smart. And I want to take care of them. Sure, you, you do. Know? And you love them. Yeah. I remember one time you and I were out. You're a friend. Mm-hmm. And you defecated in front of everybody.
2: <laughs> As I usually do. And
1: I walked away, and I didn't pick it up. No. And I, you felt humiliated. Yeah, I did. That's something I certainly don't want to do to Blue or Gilly. Yeah, right? I don't do that to them. So I pick it up. Oh. And I pick it up fast. With and I what? use Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. Oh. Why? Because they're cost-effective, eco-friendly Pet Poopy Bags with easy-to-manage handles. Extra wide. That would have been good for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Bags for pets, large and small. I got this one on um, Amazon for 8 95 because it's a month. Or you can just go to rangerrobshop.com. And I do it because they're my buddies. They're my friends. Well, you love them. Yeah, I
2: love them. And you show that you love them by picking up their dookie.
1: Right. With... Something that's easy to do.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Handles extra wide. Fresh lemon scent.
1: Yes. You know, when I pick it up, I look around like, who's got a problem with this? Nobody. Because if anyone said, "Mm, you're done, she, hey, I'm using Ranger Rob's pet poopy bags. Mm -hmm. I'm helping the environment. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So when you get it, please tell him that Gilly sent you. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And we're back. We're back, but this time, we're going to actually follow what we normally do on the show. Oh, okay. People are on the edge. They're sitting around going, you didn't get me, you you did nothing for past week.
2: Wow, that's true. And they're pissed off about it. Because that's half the show right there. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe we should do a news quiz or something. I don't know. You pick.
1: Well, they're mad, but just hold on, folks. To the rescue. Here comes. Oh, sweet. The news quiz. Have you been watching the news? You've been busy. I've been busy. I've
2: probably missed out on some of the news this last week because we've been wedding focused. You know what's
1: interesting about the news lately what's is, that? is there's no news. There's none? We lived four years of, oh shit, what's this guy, who's this guy going to get a war with? Who did he <laughs> tweet against this time? And now it's just like. Joe Biden is trying to get legislation that works. You know, <laughs>
2: So boring. Yeah. I
1: love it. I love it so very much. Who will travel to Tokyo to lead the U.S. delegation in the opening ceremonies of the 2020 Summer Olympics? 21 Summer Olympics. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I see. It's got to be
2: Joe Biden. It right? is Joe Biden. Yeah.
1: She is the uh, first lady of the entire nation. And uh, we are proud of her for doing that. I guess there's just a big thing where everybody in Japan doesn't even want them to come. Wow. They're mad about it. There's not going to be any spectators. It's going to be a thing. Yeah, because
2: they were saying they were going to allow like half capacity or something, but now they're saying no one. Yeah. Right.
1: And I guess the president was going to go, but he's too much of a, too old and vulnerable. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) God. So he sent his young wife. Okay. Yeah. She's a nice lady. She sure
2: is. I met her at an event at, uh, MCC. When I was on the board of trustees,
1: there. yeah, she's she's been a big uh, proponent of community colleges. Yep, yep. and uh, God bless her. Would you call her Doctor Biden? Yeah, you've heard that controversy. Oh right?
2: yes, so stupid because she's not a medical doctor. Yeah, she shouldn't Here be called a doctor. For you.
1: Your professor that was in your class. Uh, you meet him now. Do you call him professor? Um, that's a good question.
2: I think I would. St- if I saw one, I would. Because in college I referred to them as Dr. Albertini, Dr. Bolkin, all my yeah. different
1: I would probably I say doctors. Anyone stuff. who wants their title outside of like if you're at the coffee shop or something is annoys me.
2: Yeah. So I did have one professor, Dr. Bolkin, and I traveled with him. We went to a conference and presented a paper I did in grad mm-hmm. school. We shared a hotel room. Oh. That's all I'm gonna say Go about on. that. Um you got a name. but then I saw him at the airport several years later and I called him Bob, but it yeah. felt weird. Uh huh. It's almost like like, you know, I'm I'm friends with Ron Clemens on Facebook. We'll see him out yes. and about in events, and it's always weird to call him Ron because I will I'll probably always call him doc uh Mr. Clemens Mr.
1: Clemens yeah. yeah, I call him Ron and then I feel bad. David would tell you the story that uh, you know, he's really Mr. Clemens a uh, famed uh journalism teacher of Truman High School. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, awards and everything. Oh yeah, and I was the worst journalism student ever. You weren't great, right? Okay, thank you. <laughs> you don't need to soften it. I understand. Yeah. So he runs. He helps run the uh, Bingham Wagner. Uh, it's a it's a program. I'm not remembering it, the name of it for arts during the summer. Okay. So my daughter does this, sings and dances. Yeah, she's very talented. Very talented. Yeah. He told. This is what a kind man he is, which I never knew he was at the time. Mm -hmm. He told my daughter that I was a good student. Wow. That's what you call a little white lie. Maybe he just really respects your integrity. Yeah. But, of course, then we're way off track. My daughter, same daughter, ran into Mr. Shear. Yeah, Mark Shear. Who, uh, I guess, is retired again. He, He was the... A teacher, retired, and then he became the historian for unity, the religion. Yeah. And he said that my brother Greg was a good student. What? I know. So that's, you know, maybe the Mr. (laughs) Clemens thing is there, but there's just no possible way. Wow. Okay. I guess people get kind as they get older. Dementia, (laughs) probably. You know who always is a good student? Who? That uh, Kling and Smith girl. Oh, really? Yeah. She was always good in school. Yeah, she really was. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, multiple wildfires continue to burn in the West, and the bootleg fire among the largest in which state? I don't know. I know all of these states. Oh, my God. I did it wrong.
2: Oh, boy. Or- uh, it's in Oregon. Oregon. Oregon's
1: having a, a lot of trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shoot, you know what I should have? I've seen pictures that my friend in Oregon has posted of the sky, and it just looks just And it's ominous. super hot out there, too. Yeah.
1: Okay, Democrat state lawmakers in Texas took flight to D.C. on Monday to prevent a quorum needed to vote on which matter? Oh, voting restrictions. That's right, voting restrictions. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican, was threatened to have the Democrats arrested when they returned home. I uh, saw the story. I texted a friend of mine who I was in the legislature with. I said, wouldn't it have been cool if we if we did that? Yes. He reminded me that when I was minority leader, he suggested that we do that, but I wouldn't do it. Oh, wow. I thought, what a jerk I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. And uh, he's the kind of friend that enjoys told your too, which I didn't care hmm. for. I think
2: I might know who it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so the Food and Drug Administration is reporting an increased risk of developing Gillian-Barr syndrome associated with which COVID vaccine?
2: Uh, I don't, I'm i going to... Johnson & Johnson. It's I'm, Johnson
1: & Johnson. Uh, I saw okay. this. It scares me a little bit. Yeah? Because Gillian-Barr syndrome is a rare and serious condition that affects the nerves, mainly in feet, hands, and limbs, but you you don't die from it, mm-hmm. okay, and you get over it. Oh, wow. But the fear is that this goes out there, and it makes these anti-vaxxers even more ammunition to make people die. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you've heard, but the Moderna, they think, can lead to Roseanne Barr syndrome.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, where you go completely crazy and then start interviewing right-wing crackpots. And you can't even the of- sing the National Anthem mm-hmm. very well. hmm.
1: Okay, so we've had uh, three, three to one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how we do here. Okay. Federal court is deciding whether to impose sanctions on attorneys who work for Donald Trump in a lawsuit challenging the 2020 election results in which state. Oh, man.
2: Is it? Is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. It is Michigan. That's okay. right. Michigan. You okay. know, it's
1: a state. It looks like a hand. It a does. Drug.
2: It's like, a, yeah, it's like a mitten and you just tell people it's like which part you're from
1: yeah. by pointing. The court could have the attorneys disbarred and impose financial penalties. That would be good. I think that should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these people are officers of the court. They are uh, supposed to be uh, following a certain guideline and. Yeah. And by the way, you Republicans, you hate frivolous lawsuits. Uh, so there you go. Okay, so we did okay. I think yeah. I jumped the gun too quick with the Oregon-California okay.
2: one. okay. We could have talked about it, but who knows if we would have landed on that or not. I knew knew it was Oregon or Washington. But.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's have a little bit of fun. I mean, people don't care about the regular news. They only no. care about pop culture.
2: Yeah, let's lighten it up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, how about this? Emmy nominations
2: 2021. Who's not excited about this? Let's see what shows made the cut. Nominations for the 73rd annual Primetime Emmy Awards were announced Tuesday. Father and daughter actors Ron Cephas Jones of This Is Us and Jasmine Cephas Jones of Blindspotting revealed the nominees. The Mandalorian and The Crown scored the most nominations per program with 24 each, followed by WandaVision with 23. Qualifying shows must have aired in the past year between June 1st, 2020 and May 31st, 2021.
1: Hacks had 15. I am so
2: excited about that. Yeah. I, I think that's, it's a near perfect show.
1: It's great. In my opinion. You yeah. urged me last week on this very podcast I did. to watch it. I watched it, binged it, and, and I, I thank you for it. Yeah. Those of you listening, watch Hacks on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So I thank you for that. And you're going to thank me for this, Chris. Okay. Ashton Kutcher was set to fly into space. Mila Kunis talked him out of it. Ashton Kutcher said he sold his ticket to a Virgin Galactic flight into space because his wife, Mila Kunis, persuaded him that it wasn't a smart family decision. The Two and a Half Men actor revealed he had been due to join a flight with billionaire Richard Branson's space travel company until his other half made him reevaluate the risk. So you think it was a risk thing or, or it cost too much? It's got to be risk, right?
2: I mean, Mila and Ashton, they've got to be doing okay yeah. financially, I would
1: think. Yeah. You know, he's he's done a lot with investing. Oh, it's really? Like t- in tech things. so. Yeah. Chris, yeah. before you go to that, I just want to touch base with the, our text that we sure. got going on. Uh, give us your damn phone number. Um, I want to do it one day, not six months. I think that I'm the funniest. I know you do. He's wrong. I have the app. Yes, do it. It would be cool. You die all the vaccines. It's a big witch hunt. Trump is innocent. Rudy G is amazing. And also Ted Lasso. I'm glad you brought that up. There's a lot of nominations for Ted Lasso out there. Yeah, we're talking about
2: getting the Apple TV at least for a little bit so we can binge the first season and then watch the next one coming up.
1: You're going to love it. Okay. Love it so very much. All right, I'll just give in and do it. Okay, back to you, Chris.
2: All right, thanks. Don Cheadle explains why he got married to Bridget Coulter after 28 years of dating. Don Cheadle and his longtime love, Bridget Coulter, decided to get married in 2020, 28 years after they first started dating. Why, after all these years? Our accountant proposed to both of us, and he showed us the numbers, and we said, yeah, we should probably do it. Cheadle joked. Oh, boy. He says it did come up over the years, but the two always ended up never really seeing the point. I guess, you know. Yes. The accountant wore them both down. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I don't think that Don Cheadle is. I don't know. He's so passionate in his performances. I figured his heart would have moved him that way. But I guess he's a, a money guy. He's yeah. He's a numbers man. Him and Kuchar, I guess. Yep. Wow. Wow. Good for him. Well, speaking of uh, of good for me. Foo Fighters postponed concert (laughs) after confirmed COVID-19 case. Weeks after the Foo Fighters played the first capacity show at Madison Square Garden, they've announced that they must postpone their Los Angeles concert due to confirmed case of COVID-19 with their organization. The band is scheduled to play the Los Angeles Forum on Saturday last night. This makes me mad, Chris. Why? Because those of us who give a shit about other people are getting a vaccine and those who don't Mm -hmm. aren't, Mm -hmm. and so they still have COVID... Or they're taking up all the hospitals with COVID, and now I can't go see the goddamn Foo Fighters. Yeah, well, you love the Foo Fighters. It's not necessarily the <laughs> Foo. It's not even. It's not hey, the either. It's Foo yeah. Fighters, but it just. Yeah, take your goddamn vaccine. I saw
2: where Missouri is now in the top four states of hotspots for COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's us, Florida, Texas, and California.
1: I tell you what, they're owning the libs, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're learning a thing or two. Yeah.
1: Back hey, to you, Chris.
2: Um, so, Kelly Lloyd on the Facebook says that Loki is amazing, better than WandaVision. Have you watched Loki, Paul? I've not seen it.
1: I don't like the character Loki. Oh, you don't? I don't uh. like the character of Thor. I don't understand. Are they no. a different planet? What the, What are they?
2: I don't know. They're, they're, uh, they're gods of some kind. Yeah. Gods with a small g. You know, okay. like the... I don't Yeah, I don't know. But Marvel does get into all that weird stuff with the gods and yes. the celestials and
1: But I tell you what, based on her recommendation, I will be watching it because I loved Wandavision and that's not my cup of tea either. I'm a Superman guy. Okay. Okay. Well,
2: she says it's better than Wandavision. I I uh, I don't want any more subscription services, but it sounds like I gotta get Disney and I
1: gotta get Apple Plus. Yeah, you gotta get Disney at least. Okay. Ooh, you know what? I pro-
2: I hope I don't get arrested for saying this, but Um, Tristan, who lives with us, does have a Disney account. There you go. Maybe I could borrow her login. Well, she lives with you, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Back Uh, to you, you, Chris. Hey, thanks, Paul. Netflix is developing an animated series with Megan, Duchess of Sussex. Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, is getting into the animation world. Netflix on Tuesday announced it is developing a new animated series with Megan and Archwell Productions, the production outfit founded by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The series, tentatively titled Pearl, Is about the adventures of a 12-year-old girl who is inspired by a variety of influential women from history, according to the press release. All
1: right. Yeah, that's going to be a big hit with uh, um, 30 and 40 uh, feminists, so they can watch it, or their kids are going to be bored. Yeah. They're going to be kinda ah, just please play Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And leave me alone. And finally. Yes, finally. Nicolas Cage says he won't be in Tiger King series after all. Nicholas Cage is now saying he's out of the plan Tiger King series. Cage told Variety exclusively, we should clear the record on plans for him to play the, the role of the Joe Exotic. I read two excellent scripts, which I did think were excellent. Okay, thanks, uh, Nick. But I think Amazon ultimately felt that it was material that had become past tense because it took so long for it to come together, he said. They felt at one point that it was lightning in a bottle, but that point has never faded into the distance and it's no longer relevant.
2: Oh wow. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's that past tense, and I can't think of anyone who would be better than Nicolas Cage to play him.
1: It seems to me that there's a lot of Nicolas Cage is going to play this part, but never does. Mm-hmm. He had a Superman. There is a movie. lot of that. Yeah. Superman and uh something else. I don't know. But did you know that uh, a texter just texts us, Don Cheadle is from KC. I didn't know that. And guess what? That's right. The texter got drunk with him.
2: I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. Hey, and just real quick. Uh, so Amy, one of our constant listeners, says that she's supposed to see the Foo Fighters in August and is hoping it still happens. So let's uh, let's put all of our past week next yes. week good thoughts for that This is what I'm saying. Her.
1: Amy has done the responsible thing. Yes. And... Not that it's been so hard to go get a needle in your arm, right? Yeah. But just do it. Yeah. We need Foo Fighters. God, yes, we do.
2: Not the Foo Fighters, but we do need Foo Fighters. That's right. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take
1: a quick break. We'll be back with more um, Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul.
2: Yay! In on the experiment by calling or texting us at 913 735 0060. We dare you.
3: Nothing
2: refreshes
1: like AMW Root Beer. So good. Just right.
2: Let's have some tonight.
1: AMW
2: Root Beer.
0: This is Drew from KCTK Radio's Week Review with Paul and Drew. Listen to the show every weekday at 3.30 p.m. and live show Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. Right here on KCTK Radio, personality-driven radio.
3: Guys, want to get your wife or girlfriend a gift that will change her life? Ladies, how would you like to have great eyebrows, luscious lips, an eyeliner that stays put, and makeup that doesn't go anywhere? How would you like to go all day looking like your makeup was just applied? If you said yes to any of those things, then the answer is permanent makeup. This simple and easy procedure is quick, painless, and the results are outstanding. No more reapplying and no more smudging of your makeup. And in our area, Natural Image Salon in Lee Summit is the only place to perform your Permanent Cosmetic Procedure. The professionals at Natural Image Salon and Lee's Summit are your answer to waking up every morning with perfect makeup and the great feeling of knowing whether you're swimming, working out, or just waking up. You will always look beautiful. Call Natural Image Permanent Cosmetic Salon at 816-525-9971. 816-525-9971 for a free consultation. Gift certificates are also available. Tell them you heard this ad and get $25 off any procedure. Natural Image, your investment in a beautiful you. Yo, this is Hartzell from the KC Morning Show. Listen every weekday, 9 a.m., right here on KCTK Radio. Personality-driven radio. Everything's
0: running smoothly. Scoop days, scoop
1: In Kansas City. <laughs> Here's the KC scoop for... July 18th, 2021.
2: I absolutely love that (laughs) Frankenstein intro. That is awesome. Uh, okay. First thing guys from the past, Dr. Fauci is urging us to get vaccinated in Missouri as state fights the Delta variant. Dr. Fauci called Missouri's renewed struggle with COVID-19 entirely predictable. As I said earlier, we're in the top four States for hotspots now, and he's urging vaccination through local and community initiatives in the show me state, um, to stop the rising caseloads and hospitalizations
1: here's something else you should know okay Medicaid future rests with missouri supreme court the most important moment so far in the eight-year fight over medicaid expansion is here it's been longer than that yeah that that okay Calm down <laughs> paul health care coverage for 275,000 people in the hands of missouri supreme court the seven judges will decide whether a Medicaid eligibility will expand as directed by the Constitution Amendment approved by voters in 2020, or, as Cole County Judge John Beatham ruled, if it's fatally flawed because it did not include a source of revenue to pay for the anticipated cost. I mean, just the people of Missouri want it, but just go ahead and not do it. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know better than the people. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. They're supposed to want small government that doesn't intrude. Mm-hmm. I, uh, anyway. Any any who, they are totally imposing their will over the people's will. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, hey guys, I know I've talked about it already, but seriously, Jackson County's COVID nineteen cases are up sharply. New coronavirus cases leaped in Missouri in the week ending Sunday, rising. as 9,926 cases were reported. The previous week had 6,646 new cases of the virus that causes COVID-19. Missouri ranked second among the states where coronavirus was spreading fastest per person. We're number two. So do. that's stuff
1: from the past. Uh, that's not good, but let's get you ready for the, yeah. the next. Oh, okay. Upcoming, when museums reopen after a significant renovation, anticipation and curiosity were naturally produced, an attendance boom at first. Officials at the Truman Presidential Library, Museum, and Independence have long expected that when they prepare to throw open the doors to the public on Friday for the first time in nearly two years. That will be fun to go see. Yes, I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah that'll be cool. Um, Hey, and how about this?
2: Uh, JobNewsUSA.com is talking about the Kansas City Job Fair. So this is Wednesday, July 21st, this coming Wednesday, from 10 to 2 at the Overland Park Convention Center. Time for a change of pace? Come see what inspiring new careers may be on the horizon for you at the Kansas City Job Fair on July 21st. Meet one-on-one with recruiters and hiring managers from the area's top hiring companies. Available positions range from entry-level to management in multiple industries. All right, time
1: to get yourself... You know what? There's a labor shortage. It's time for us workers to yeah. flex our muscle and get that good... Ju- Absolutely. Get, the, get that money. That's yeah, hey, what me and the kids say. If you're
2: searching for a job, you're in the catbird seat right now.
1: Ooh, that's excellent. But... Let's get you ready for the weather for yeah, next please. week. Okay, so today, Sunday, it, we will have, there will be weather. There's a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mostly sunny with a high near 84. Chance of precipitation at 20%. Monday, mostly sunny with a high near 84. Tuesday, sunny with a high near 87. Nice. Wednesday, sunny with a high near 90. Thursday, sunny with a high near 91. That's right. It's still July. Yeah, folks. it sounds like summertime. That's right. So that is... The KC Scoop for today and this week. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, that was great. We're doing good. Now it's time for past week. Next- oh. oh, wrong one. All right, there we go. Welcome back to uh, past week next week with Chris and Paul.
2: Yeah. I mean, we were,
1: we were kind of back, but.
2: Yeah, it's I don't know. It's I a mean, You know, we've got to be flexible when we have guests. So please just bear with us, folks. For God's sake.
1: So everyone wants to know what you do on your break. Oh, really? Yeah. A lot of people have been asking about when we take a break. (laughs) Yeah. Do we go to poo? Oh. Sometimes. Sometimes. Eat a sandwich? Rarely. Rarely. Or do you dive into writing like the lady wants us to? That's what Chris did. He, yep. he wrote a couple chapters of his book.
2: Yep, got them done during the break. It's just that discipline, guys, and then yeah. it's that easy.
1: Yeah. Now, what I would wish I could do is eat some of the the Ridgewood donuts. Oh, they're so good. I tried to order uh, them, oh, even though did? I shouldn't, but they're all out. Maybe that's good. Yeah, I think so. Oh, they're so tasty. A uh, question from the... Um, this is directed for Chris. Is COVID dangerous?
2: Actually, yes, it is. They've just recently proven that it is dangerous. Okay. Yep.
1: Truman is from Missouri. That's true. He's actually from Independence, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did not get drunk with Truman, but he did with Bess. She can drink, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> That's your business. She was a widow. Yeah. The text was single at the time. That's what they did. They did. Yeah. Consenting adults. There's no judgment here, that's right? And then he says, "Ridge ta- tastic." Which I should be thinking of the donut shop, but I think of our friend Colin.
2: Colin Ridge, one of the, one of our other constant listeners. Yeah, yeah. what a yeah. what a guy.
1: He sure is ridge tastic, that's for sure. Hey, uh, Chris. Yes. Let's get everyone ready for the next week with some headlines and predictions. This is where. Um, just I want to set it up correctly, okay? Sure. We take. A news story that's going to affect you for next week, and then we add stuff after it. Yeah, like a punchline, just to make it funny. Well, we used to say punchline or joke, but that stretches the definition of those two words beyond recognition.
2: Yeah, fair enough. And case in point, let me read this first story to you. Uh Misinformation is a serious threat to public health, Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy warned. And he called on Americans to think before they post on social media. False information making the rounds can cause confusion, so mistrust, harm people's health, and undermine public health efforts, he said. Before posting or sharing something on social media, take a moment to verify whether the information is accurate and whether the original source is trustworthy, Murthy suggested. If we're not sure, we can choose not to share. Unless, Smart. of course, the lies are a great opportunity to own the libs.
1: <laughs> Paul? That's
2: great. Stupid. That,
1: that was the best ever. <laughs> Severe flooding in Germany and Belgium has left more than 100 people dead, with hundreds missing. Mm. Most of the deaths are reported in Germany, including nine that occurred in an assisted living facility for people with disabilities. Heavy rains filled reservoirs and caused rivers to overflow, sending water surging down streets. Trees and other large pieces of debris came sweeping through different villages. The country's weather service said the equivalent of two months of rain has fallen in the last two days. And we just what we do is we get these news stories and then we try to make a joke out of a terrible situation. <laughs> um, so Paul goes on to say, authorities equate the downpour to what is seen at the toilet during Oktoberfest.
2: <laughs> hey, can I just thank you? I feel like it's a piss joke. <laughs> n- normally, if there's a horribly tragic situation, I seem to get those stories. So yeah. I appreciate that
1: this one went no to problem. You. Well, Stop. it was well worth that punchline. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, hey, let's just keep it rolling here. (laughs) President Biden said that he is sending U.S. Marines into Haiti to protect the U.S. Embassy amid unrest following the assassination of the Haitian president. But the idea of sending American forces to Haiti is not on the agenda at this time. Haiti's interim government asked the U.S. and United Nations to send troops to protect key infrastructure, to which the U.N. responded, Since when did you guys get infrastructure, (laughs) Paul?
1: Oh, you're on a roll, man. Terrible. No, it's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Representative Joyce Beatty, chair of the Congressional Black Caucus, was arrested on a, arrested on after she and other national and state-based black women leaders and allies marched on the Hart Senate office building to call on the passage of the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. After ending the building, the protesters sang and chanted, Freedom to Vote and in the filibuster. Knowing recent history, the group quickly put on stupid red hats and were allowed to trample through the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, it's kind of a joke, but yeah.
2: I don't know, man. Oh, okay. Here we go. Two employees of a McDonald's in Maine are facing drug charges after a customer found a prescription medication used to treat opioid addiction inside her son's Happy Meal box. Mom, Shirley Marichette, said her blood was boiling when she discovered Suboxone packets nestled alongside her 11-year-old's toy and McNuggets. I didn't even know what to do, she said. I mean, we specifically asked for a set instead
1: of fries, and this is what we get? Paul. Okay, three for three. Good job, Chris. Hey, thanks. All right, and finally, I'm going to be three for three, too, but on the other side of the equation. <laughs> Police are searching for a man who set up fireworks in a bathroom at a public park in Naples. The suspect was caught on surveillance camera going into a men's restroom at Seagate Park at Naples around 1230 Monday. The man is seen running out of the door before sparks appear from around the doorway. People are looking into local customers of the Flaming Hot Doritos Loco Tacos oh. and anyone who just recently purchased some tux-medicated wipes. <laughs> hey, that was good. See, because the fireworks came out of his butthole. Right,
2: right, yeah. I think I understood it even without the explanation, but yeah.
1: that's
2: <laughs> Oh... Wow.
1: Chris? Yeah, we did it. We did it. Yeah. We did it. We got uh some real coaching. Yeah, about creativity. Yeah, that was a great
2: interview and actually very helpful to me.
1: We we did 80%. That's a B. Yeah. On the news quiz. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a B. No. We uh learned about showbiz. Mhm. Mhm. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. We got scooped up. We scooped it up and And then (laughs) scooped it all over the place. (laughs) And then we we left people with laughter.
2: Yeah, (laughs) boy, we did. (laughs) Yep, we gave them the gift of laughter. You're welcome. So this is the. (laughs) (laughs) So now what do we do? Well, I think now we just go out on a high note, Mm -hmm. you know,
1: anything you want to say about what you're doing for the next week?
2: Oh, what's coming up this week? It's it's kind of hard to know. It's almost like a letdown. It's like Christmas is over with the wedding being done. Mm-hmm. So so I think this week I'm going to edit one of my stories. Nice. Um, I have also fallen behind on the homework for my voiceover coaching program that I'm in, so I'll be working on that. And then it's back to work. You know, I was off a couple of days last week, so I'm going to have to see what happened there.
1: That sounds like a lot
2: of fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Texter
1: says, here's a fact. The water in different oceans do not mix. Oh. They have separate chemical makeups, and where even, where they meet, there's a distinct definition. Is that true? That is true. I've
2: seen pictures of, I don't remember which two oceans meeting, but the colors are very different, and they stay separate.
1: Wow. Yeah. I never knew that.
2: Isn't that nutso?
1: Yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't get that from Jennifer. I got that from the texter. <laughs> In a top tacos, leave them wanting more. I have a, a, a week coming up. Um and let's take a look at what Paul's got. I'm looking forward to I'm going to catch up with some old friends. Yeah, Tuesday. Oh yeah. So that should be um interesting. And uh there we go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you Tuesday. Oh, I guess also just to, if anyone's interested, um we'll be recording a live podcast. Well, they're all we always do them live, but um, we'll be at the Lakewood local seven o'clock on Wednesday night to do tracy 's oh. tips and dips.
2: I may see if I can swing by there unless that's my riding night, yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> you will <laughs> <laughs> so I got nothing else, Chris, okay, not that I had anything before, but I got nothing now
2: yeah well, hey then let's just let's just you know gingerly back away from this <laughs> okay <laughs> all right let's let's go out with. Go ahead. Here it is. Oh, I know why you're doing this song. Okay. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Past Week Next Week with Chris and Paul. Since you love the program, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast distributor. We'd love to hear from you. You can always contact us at 913 735 0060 or at Past Week Next Week at gmail.com. And please, for God's sake, join the Past Week Next Week Facebook page. Also, make sure you listen to all the great programs on KCTK Radio. If you want to, Delmarva Talk Radio and Good Talk Radio. <laughs> Plus, support your sponsor by picking up some Ranger Rob pet poopy bags.
1: On behalf of Paul, I'm Chris saying goodbye. And on behalf of Chris, here he is again. Elvis Costello and the Attractions with Every Day I Write the Book. Do you know why I picked this song? Well,
2: probably because we talked to Emma and a Pen. Uh huh. And then this song talks about writing a book. Um, I don't know if you remember, when we were in college at UMKC, Mm -hmm. we all, I think you were in my English class, we had to recite some poetry, and I asked if I could do a bit from this song, and she let me do it, which I thought was cool.
1: You know what's weird is that I have memories now of people who like songs. Yeah? Yeah. Before we started the show, there's a Billy Joel song, and made me think of my friend Pat Barnhart. He mm-hmm. really liked that. Mm-hmm. And this song, I knew Chris liked. Oh, I love this song. Yeah. But if you were to ask me when I'm not thinking of it, does Chris like the song? I don't freaking know what he likes. But that, the Joe Boxers, all this stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of getting into uh, Elvis a little bit more. Oh, look right look right.
2: how nerdy cool he is. He just, yeah, I I really like. Elvis Costello. Yeah. You know who's a huge fan of him? Is James Enman. Really? Your comedian buddy. Yeah, he, he loves him.
1: You I, know the you know I love his song um Veronica? Yeah. Paul McCartney wrote it. Did he really? They collaborated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything I goes can... back to Paul McCartney for me. It's really pathetic.
2: You, now that you tell me that, I I can see that or hear that I don't know what it is what's the
1: song it's a Paul McCartney song that Elvis Costello wrote and it sounds like Elvis Costello oh wow I don't know
2: yeah Elvis is cool man I don't know if he's still I'm assuming he's still performing music let me ask you this about Elvis Costello is he a good singer no I mean I don't think he has a traditional good voice yeah but he's got a signature voice that works you know kind of Similar, the voice isn't similar, but like Bob Dylan is not a good yeah. singer, but he's got a signature yeah. sound. And you're like, oh yeah, okay. There's a new newer guy I like named uh, Rex Orange County. Yeah, and I was listening to one of his songs there day. I'm like, he doesn't have a good voice, but it really works for mm-hmm. his music. Joe Cocker.
1: Yeah.
2: This is just such a fun, feel-good song. I don't know how you type with boxing gloves on. I give you these 15. (laughs) 10. These 10. 10 commandments. Can't believe they couldn't spring for the piano guy to get a bench to set on.
0: has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavona. If you want more information about this content, then you have some real weirdness going on. Mm -hmm. You can always check out KCTK Radio on Facebook. Listen to live programs
3: at KCTKradio.com. Yes, and that is on the World Wide Web. Thank you.